welcome to quarantine question time number five. Oh, you do. We've got ten more beautiful quarantine questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Question number one. What would be your game plan to survive an actual apocalypse? And that's from at Shay Shin on Instagram. Uh, I am of the opinion that there is no hope in a sunny day that I would survive of an apocalypse. So I would continue living life until whatever it was that was out to get me got me. Or Emma offered me up as a sacrifice to survive, which may happen. Yeah, that would that would also happen. It depends on what kind of apocalypse it is. I mean, if it's some sort of like creature-led apocalypse, like a quiet place or 28 days later, I'm going to die purely because of my lack of cardio. It's not even lack of cardio. It's a lack of willing to move. <laughs> you just feel like, yeah. nah, it's running or dying. <laughs> I mean, I started running again yesterday for, started running again for the 4,000th time. And part of that is because I'm genuinely frightened that if there is a zombie apocalypse, like I won't have any stamina. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've seen Zombieland. But you've always one, got me cardio. to throw in front of that first zombie. That's that first zombie. I mean, yeah. I'm just presuming that the apocalypse won't be brought about by one zombie. It'll be many zombies. So I don't know. I feel like I would, if a, if if I was fit, you know, if I could run for long periods of time, I'd survive quite well. I think. I don't know whether surviving is worth it in an apocalyptic situation. Oh, I'd I'd love a bit of survival. I I did go through a stage of sending my dad um, listings for uh, Cold War nuclear bunkers that were up for sale. <laughs> Why? <laughs> More because I wanted to go in a Cold War nuclear bunker rather than actually like doomsday prepping. Um, yeah. yeah, so there was one for sale in Norfolk for about 60 grand um, about three years ago. And I was like, you know, could need it. It wasn't. I wasn't very persuasive. You clearly weren't, because your dad, as far as I, as far as we know, didn't buy that bunker. I hope he did. Maybe he did secretly. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, I my plan would be to um to just carry on until something happened to me. Yeah, fair. So I'd be one of those first victims in the opening scene. Oh, I would. I would embrace it. I'd accept that something was happening. Oh, baby. But you can't if you if you can't if you don't let me pick you up, then I can't help you. Come on. Oh, baby. Good girl. What's going on? <laughs> Sorry, I know you can't see what's happening here, but basically, she's just climbed up my leg to sit on my knee but her climbing up my leg has meant that I have to stretch my leg out straight because she's not able to climb and then actually carry her onto my leg without (laughs) her realising that I'm carrying her because she gets freaked out when you pick her up so she's now sitting on my knee rubbing her scent on the table yeah which is honestly not very conducive to recording very well but we're just going to have to continue we're just going to have to get on with it so we've survived the apocalypse I've survived you've survived I died in the opening scene okay question two when did you start wanting to do a podcast? And that comes from at Maisie Rintoul on Instagram. Well, actually, like I've kind of, people have just suggested to me that I do a podcast with them and I've just kind of gone along with it. So Will suggested that we did a podcast and we tried that. Um, and I still stand by the fact that it was a good podcast. Um, it absolutely was. <laughs> you did one episode. Um, and then Emma got jealous. Um <laughs> <laughs> And then obviously, because I live with Emma, I can't get away. So 
Yeah, you have no choice. <laughs> That's it. There, there's the That's answer the to the story, question. That's the story, to be fair. Question three, would you rather discover Nessie or spot a Bigfoot? And that's from at red underscore leader underscore one. I hope that is a Star Wars reference. But... I am going to say Bigfoot because obviously that's what you're all expecting me to choose anyway. However, my logic has really got nothing to do with the cryptids. It's more that if I'm like, if I'm going to discover Bigfoot, I'm likely to be somewhere that might be a little bit warmer than Loch Ness. Yeah, that's fair. And therefore, although I will be terrified, I will hopefully be in sunshine. Yeah, so so terrified but warm. Yeah, and Lots I'm always I'm always happier in sunshine as well. So I might not be as terrified. You might be quite happy about seeing yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, and it's and Bigfoot does tend to be like sighted in the Pacific Northwest, which you all know <laughs> that you love obsessed with. So yeah. yeah, it's location only. It's all about the location. Scotland is lovely, like it's beautiful. But Just too cold the climate is not made for me. Or I'm not made for the climate, rather. I would like to see Nessie. Because I think, imagine the spectacle of seeing Nessie. Because she's, she's a big old dinosaur looking yeah. thing. And it's to your affinity to Jurassic Park as imagine well. Imagine the drama of seeing Nessie. Oh, I live for that drama. <laughs> I'm, for, I'm all for seeing Nessie. Question four. Why the name Bim? That also came from Red Leader 1. And also from Kaleo Peppy. Okay, so when we when Emma chose uh, our cat from the rescue place, um, our cat bit her, and that was why Emma and chose scratched her. me. <laughs> um, but she was called. Not much has changed. Her official name was Pickles or Pickle. Pickles. Pickles. Um, which Emma said absolutely not. What a ridiculous name! And then proceeded to call her Dame Judy Dench, um, <laughs> which is her official name on all the paperwork. However, she is an elderly cat. And she's like her two owners. She's not particularly agile and is a little bit clumsy. So she spends a lot of her day bimbling around, um, which is why she's known as Bims. But recently she's become um, leany um, as a joke about how when she's waiting for her food, she's very reminiscent of a, a Lizzie Borden character that we saw in a horror film where she was just waiting to get killed. Um, and also acquired the name yesterday, Sunbeam. So we just kind of call her what we're feeling, really. Yeah, to the, at the moment it's Leany Sunbeam, which I very much or enjoy. Or Leany Sunbeam me. <laughs> Leany Sunbeam me. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, uh, you know, and ev- anybody out there who has pets will know, like, you never call your pet by their actual name. No, particularly when her actual name is three names. <laughs> yeah, Dame Judy Dench. I mean, it's great in the bed. Yeah, that's why you did it, yeah, just for the attention. It's my favourite thing in the world. <laughs> uh, question five. Who wears the trousers? I'm guessing Emma from at Georgie Phelan on Instagram. I mean, currently wearing shorts and Emma has got trousers on. So that is correct. Yes. Can I just say as well that Phelan is my family name? Is that one of your relatives? No. Okay. It's not, but Phelan is my family name. Terry so. Phelan's not your relative either, is he? No. That's a shame. There's a lot of Phelans in Ireland, but Phelan is my... Or as he's pronounced in England, Terry Phelan. <laughs> Um, who wears the trousers I think everyone always thinks that I'm like really bossy I don't think I am no there's no bossiness to it but you are in charge I'm alright with that I'm in charge of the podcast nothing would get done if I was in charge so Uh, question number six if you were to do a podcast on another topic what would it be and why from at underscore Tina Firth that's a really good question actually you can go first uh, I would like to do one because I do two already. Really, I do one on movies already. 
Yes, you do. Um, which is available to our Patreon listeners. Um, I'd maybe like to do a more general film one at some point. Um, but I'd also really like to do one on football. However, my football knowledge and me talking about football is not really justified because I'm an armchair fan that goes to West Ham regularly, but there's plenty of football podcasts that do it really well. So as much as I'd love to do that, I don't think it's ever going to happen. What about you? I would have loved to have done one if it, if the market wasn't so saturated, um, like a true crime podcast, <laughs> because I just love serial killers. But then the market is really saturated and I feel like, so the Poisoner's Cabinet, for example, found a gorgeous niche that people don't really talk and about very really often well. and they do it really well. I didn't, I don't think I had the the breadth of knowledge to find a niche within the true crime market to be able to create anything that would, that hasn't already been done, I guess. I reckon you should do it. <laughs> you should do a true crime podcast, podcast rather on copyright infringement. <laughs> I'm sure that would have a massive market. I know people would be all over that. Um, uh, question seven. If my ceiling fan goes off and I haven't touched it, is it a ghost? From at the sea Farrell. Is this one of those, uh, a potato flew around? No, I think it's, I think it is a ghost. Oh, I'm trying to quali- quali- quantify what kind of ceiling fan it is. Well, I just would imagine it's uh, one of those ones that has a strip, like, you know, those little strings coming out from it. it. Okay, so you need to look carefully at the fitting between the um, wall rosette and the, I mean, the ceiling rosette and the actual um, fan itself. If it is quite a solid fitting, i.e. a sort of, you know, 10, 15 millimetres at least thick wire or bigger, then it's probably a ghost. If it is like a chain link one, which some of them are on like chains kind of thing, then it's potentially the atmospheric pressure. I Do you have any idea what you're talking about? No. <laughs> it's a ghost. It's a ghost. Uh, number eight, the end credit music. Actually, this is something I did want to talk about. The end credit music isn't playing on Spotify anymore. Did you end it? From at Jeff Vargas. No, we didn't. So my, unfortunately... I went through a phase where, um, and you'll probably have recognised it, but our sound quality was really bad. So my, oh, I used to use Audacity to edit. I still do. But my laptop stopped being able to handle recording and I couldn't import audio into Audacity. And every time I tried to import audio, extra audio, it would crash. So I had to do a, a series of episodes where we actually didn't have the end credits for a while. But they're back. Thanks, Greg Ireland, by the way, yep. wrote and produced our music because he is stunning and a genius. And he is at Paisley Underground. Yes. No, Paisley Overground. Overground, yes. At Paisley Overground on Instagram. Question nine. Will you ever get Bims a friend, a cat or a non-cat from at Lady3Smith? I think we're most likely to get her to some, some fish to look at um, because she is actually naturally a very skittish cat. Um, she happened to be snooping around the conservatory the other day when next door's cat jumped on our roof which is about i don't know 10 to 12 feet off the ground so a long way away from bim and all she could see was the poor prince but she was traumatized for hours after that she also hates children um so i I just don't think that's happening (laughs) no she she i mean she's not a massive fan of fish to be fair she finds them quite boring no she likes birds yeah but we couldn't get her a pet bird because that would just be like torment yeah she can't hunt for toffee and she'd be trying to hunt it 
I mean, she got so... She got really frightened uh, a couple of weeks ago because Dan turned the light on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is, that yeah, is an true. actual fact. She <laughs> jumped about a mile and then ran and hid because Dan turned, turned... We were all in the... We had been in the same room for like an hour or two. It wasn't like we walked in and frightened her. Yeah. She's just very skittish, bless her. She's very traumatised. She's had a mm. lot of trauma. That's part of the reason why she, her walking is so bad is because she's she's had a lot of damage to her spine and her back legs and stuff. Oh, I can't even think about it. I think it. she's very, that. very content and happy with the current setup. So I think to interfere with that wouldn't really be fair on her. I would love, like if she was a cat where I thought, yeah, we could definitely conceivably have a pal for her, this house would be full of cats. Yep. Which is why I'm so grateful that, that she's not that kind of cat. No, she's she's definitely not. Maybe some fish, but that's about it. Question 10. Is there a reason that you guys are super anxious about coronavirus? I am too. From at GBATS3417. Uh, well, yeah, I'm kind of anxious about catching it because it might finish me off. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I, don't I just... That, so I don't know if that was the question, really. I I... Wasn't anxious about it until I was anxious about it. I guess it's, I I thought I was I was doing really well, and then I went to the went to the grocery store to get some stuff for the first time in weeks, and it damn near finished me off. I was so upset. I just think it. I suddenly felt really anxious about the whole thing, but I'm okay now. I think it's okay to be anxious about it, but I also think you need to not let it consume you. So I don't read the news. I don't speak to people about coronavirus i don't entertain conversations about it um yeah which is that's about it really yeah i don't i yeah i mean i my personal anxiety comes from uh not wanting to die <laughs> well your own personal vulnerabilities really yeah. um so because i've got i've just spoken about it before but i've got a heart i've got a genetic heart condition so I wouldn't anything that messes with my respiratory, my respiratory, 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 whatever. With my breathing is not a good, (laughs) it's not a good thing. Um, So I can't really afford it. And plus I also don't want to cause any extra anxiety to my mother. Oh yeah. Who is very anxious about it and has been for a long, 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 long time. Um, I think if she knew that I was knocking about, I think she'd be. She would be here. She'd be here and she'd put you into a bubble and lock you in a room. Yep. That is what would happen. So we've just not left the house for a very long time. Yep. And I'm I'm okay with that at the moment for the time being because I don't really want to get it. And I also don't want to put any pressure on stuff that's already pressured. Um, So yeah. And that's our 10 questions this week. Have you got something lighter to finish it on? Um, No. Okay. Sorry, I didn't write down another question. Okay. But we love you. Okay. Um, if you had to make a sandwich of non, not not necessarily typical sandwich ingredients, what would be in your sandwich? Oh, do you know what would be in my sandwich? I love cheese, cheese and onion crisp, and brown sauce sandwiches. Get in my face. Sounds okay, actually. Yeah, cheese and onion crisps for American listeners is like cheese and onion. Chips. Chips. That's what they call them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So cheese, cheese and onion, chips and brown sauce, which is kind... I don't know how to describe brown sauce. I'm sure it's a HP sauce that you probably get on import in some places. I've seen it in America before. I don't know what the equivalent is because it is quite a uniquely sort of 
I think it's actually got. I think it's actually got um, Caribbean origins. Oh really? Mm. I don't know anything about it. But it's lush. I love brown sauce. What would yours be? Um, I think that I've tried most of the sandwich combinations that I like the sound of, and for me, it's about having multiple layers of meat, multiple layers of cheese. And then as a bit of a sort of random ingredient, maple syrup. Because maple syrup goes really well with everything. You're obsessed with maple syrup. I am obsessed with maple syrup. (laughs) I also would like to give a shout out to um, black pudding and mango chutney sandwiches. Black pudding in general. Black pudding. Blood pudding. Blood pudding and mango chutney sandwiches get in my face. White pudding. White pudding is a specifically okay, Irish thing. I, I think. need to just get this off my chest, just because we're, we're talking about food, and this is this is not probably not the place for it. But I am not a yeah yeah carnivore man. Okay, so I don't have to eat meat, but I am just craving meat at the moment, like unreal. I want like big fat burgers. I want steak. I want actual sausages. Real chicken. Give me that meat. And on that note. We shall see you next week. Bye.